If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. The Zone. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had a style And so I came to see him And listen for a while And there he was, this young boy Stranger to my eyes Strumming Singing my life with his words Killing me softly with his song Killing me softly with his song Telling my whole life with his words Killing me softly with his song. I don't even think we need to clap this week. This week we're gonna snap like we had a poetry club. <laughs> Come on, okay. Love okay. Jones. Give it up. Now let me tell you, welcome first of all, welcome to the motherfucking friends on karaoke hey. lounge, right? <laughs> Where every week we kick this shit off with somebody singing somebody else's song really well. Man. This week we have none other than Fantasia Barino, but let me tell you why that's so special. That is actually the very first time that the world heard her sing. That was at her American Idol audition. And most people think that when you think of her audition, you think about her singing um, Rolling on a River by Tina Turner or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's not, that was her second song. The first song she sang was that right there, which you just heard right there. Roll roll the tapes back (laughs) if you're listening. Uh, now, okay? <laughs> because what you just heard was her very first audition. She sang that before she sang Tina Turner. And as you can see, she been fucking killing it. And li- look at how good she sounded then and think about how refined her voice, even it's still as raw and original as it has ever been, but think about how refined her approach and her usage of her techniques vocally right. are now. Right. She's mm-hmm. just in a whole different stratosphere, but the bitch been on. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we just gonna call it. I, she been on, as you can see. Since song and one. I just want to, yeah, just want to bring, you know, awareness to that. Okay? Come this on. This is vocal awareness. I like that. That's what this is. 
That being said, we want to welcome everybody to the goddamn friend zone. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain or a bad note? <laughs> I know Fantasia don't. Fran and Asante, how you doing? Hello, hello. How's everyone doing? For those watching, I'm sorry about my lighting. Y'all see him in Fran, the Fran, but you know, for those watching, <laughs> they see that haircut. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking something. good. Something fresh, something new. Brandon you know? been to the chop shop, y'all. Okay. The chop shiz up. <laughs> it looks so good, friend. Thank you. I'm giving you 1940s housewife. I'm with it. Super cute. Y'all know I love you, me a bob. The, the, the cut is so blunt. I was going, girl, who cut your hair? Bruce Lee? It looked like somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Just chopped it up real quick. I was like, God damn, friend. Ain't it she cute? Moved Shout out, out to some of them inches off. Yup, had to get mm-hmm. New York off of me. You know, had to get this chapter mm-hmm. and era off of me, make space for the new new. So this is, you know, mm-hmm. they say you carry a lot of your energy in your hair. So I thought this was the perfect timing. Shout out to the Mona Cut, mm-hmm. who is the yes. one and only. I only let her touch my hair and I will continue to only let her touch my hair because I will be flying my ass back to New York. Uh, I only really cut my hair once every year and a half, two years anyways. So I'll just include her when I make my New York rounds. And, and that'll yeah. be that. Because, you know, I'm sure there's some hair cutteries in Portland that might be fly. I'm sure the black okay. girls yeah, listening. We ain't, we ain't worried about all that right now. You know what <laughs> the saying? black girls Good. listening might put me on. You know, if you actually, yes, if you're listening and you are black in Portland, go ahead and put me on to Who Does Your Braids. Who does your eyebrows, your nails? If they all look right. Fran ain't going to say it, but I will. Because, God damn it, y'all mirror work just like ours do. And you know if your hair ain't, you know if you just getting by. You know what I'm saying? So not you, okay? Love you, but not, not you. you. This is for the ones with the booming system. Okay. <laughs> the ones that, that can actually cut and do some hair. That's who she need. Now, she ain't going to mm-hmm. clean it up. But I'm going to filter it through. <laughs> so there you go, friend. <laughs> so put a sister on. So that's mm-hmm. it. How are your weekends? You guys look festive and rested. Yeah, right. We've all been tired how. as hell. Okay. <laughs> I've been out. Mm-hmm. I went out every goddamn night this weekend. And I how are you Shout alive? out to everybody who... So a couple things. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody that came out and hosted at Club 51 yes. here in New York on Saturday night. That's how cute Asante Justin. pulled up on her nigga. Yeah. Shout out to them. Uh, it was I had a great time and Asante. So much happened after you left. We'll have to offline. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but but uh, like just it was a great night. So shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Sean Don Events. Um, follow him, Sean Don on uh, Instagram. Great parties in the city of New York. It was lit. Uh, Yes. Shout out to my boy Frank Watson. Frank, you know Frank. Frank also threw a bomb party on Sunday. Frank, we party. We had a good time on Sunday. (laughs) Great time. Shout out to him. Hey, Frank. Uh, We went to the concert. Me, Asante, and Mandy went to the concert to see. I saw. um, Y'all look so cute. J. Cole, 21 Savage. How was it? Was it good? It was super lit. Moray is super talented. That nigga can sing, sing, sing. 21 Savage is a Bossy. stuff. Huh? Bozzy. Oh, yeah. Bozzy was the out there. Uh, he was uh-huh. out there singing, too. He could sing. Uh, 21 Savage is a star. You know, he did his set. And J. Cole, obviously, a lyrical legend. Just I don't know great more, A1 eh? show. I need to look up more. You heard that song. Hey, I love 
up with a quicksand. Quicksand. Oh, that's he from North Quicksand. He from oh, okay. North Carolina. <laughs> okay. I forgot where they see. seen him from, but he he's fairly new. And it was funny because a lot of people was like they was like jamming with him and he was getting that energy, but he was singing and going and it was lit. Barclays was off the chain. They was checking the tests and stuff at the door. So you know well, I you felt know safe that. when I was in the building. <laughs> mm-hmm. How cute. And you know what else? I'm gonna tell you something else too. Fuck all that, right? I'm not I'm not giving no disclaimer no more. I went. If they had the protocol or not, I went. And here's the thing. I made sure that I had what I needed to have to even be up in there. I'm tired of, no longer am I going to be bound by this prison of justifying the places that, oh, the places you will go. You know what I'm saying? No longer am I bound. Like, Damn it, I was there, and I ain't telling you that I had to get a COVID test. I'm not telling you that I had to show my NY Excelsior pass to get in the motherfucker. I'm the not Excelsior doing it no more. Pass. We are freed of that. <laughs> I told y'all that, that shout out to India Sean, who is the opening act for hey. Mayor, Haw- Mayor Hawthorne's hey, hey. tour. And they have a stop in Portland, y'all. I'm so excited. My, my own friends. My sister is your first concert. It's gonna be my first concert in my new city. Like, how insane is that? It's on, I believe, the end of November. So if y'all there, I'll mm-hmm. see you there. But also, just check her out in whatever city you're in. You know that we are, aside from our, you know, individual friendships with her, we're also just longtime fans of her work. Mm-hmm. So if y'all she can deserves. pull up on her, yell in the crowd, and and you know, zhuzh it up so that she can keep coming back as openers, and then finally for her yeah. own act. For her own headlining tour, we're watching it all yeah. unfold. So show her some love, and I will definitely be there at the Congrats Portland stop. I know. If you've never so checked excited. out India Sean's music, go check it out. Everybody it's that perfect. has ever listened to an India Sean song has fallen in love. I promise you. It's so perfect. go. Asante go. put me on. Asante mm-hmm. put me on, and I ain't been the same since. Okay. I'll never be the same again. <laughs> I'll never. I ain't been the same since. Y'all know she got a song called. Y'all know what that song makes me do. Oh my God. And every time I just tear up. Oh, Shout out I to can't wait to, to see her. I wonder what her set list is going to be. I'm not even going to ask. I just want to experience it right there in the audience. I might come stuck, yo. I, I, you I, I should. Might have to break you it should. Out. I'm about to you get in on that. Up. Some of that love on y'all. <laughs> I put me on. I put on some uh, some Eddie Bauer and some LL Bean shit. Right. Like, come on out to Portland. You know you think I you think I want some Columbia. You think I won't put on some Columbia uh, clothes and come on out to Portland? I'll be right there, friend. You know what's okay, funny? I'm be my... right there with some Nike ACG on. Yes. <laughs> and then we go for a hike after. Mona, when she was cutting Ooh. my hair today, she was like, we should give you a modern shag or a mullet to go with your flannels and Birkenstocks. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I bet you would make low, it low cute. Key, low I was key. like, that might be kind of <laughs> like... I told her I'm going to come back. I was like, not this week, but you got me. We're going to play off of a mullet or shag and figure out a way to make that cool and edgy. So stay tuned. Two of the coolest mullet girls right now. (coughs) Rihanna always does a mullet dope to me. So three. Mm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Rihanna, my girl Quinn. Mm. Okay. Because Quinn Quinn be having them cute. Yes. Quinn be having them bomb ass mullets. Yes. Always. 
and Milan, DJ Miss Milan. Did you see oh, that yes, red mother she had the other day? I did. The red so one dope. last week that she posted. They pull off the whole aesthetic. It's like the haircut, the the makeup or what, or not. See, makeup, and their hair the is straight. Clothes. So like, I'm curious yeah. what it would look like with my curls. You know, like that's what she was saying. We'd have to play around with the shape of it. it. So but dope. I was like, I'm down to experiment. You know, something. yeah, just something fun. You never know. And if it looks like shit, I mean, it's hair. You can just cut it. It'll grow right mm-hmm. back. So we'll see. For it now, I'm keeping like this. Shit. You know how his hair look sometimes cute. looks like really cool when it's like got a, like a, a certain lived look. So it's like right? even if it'll, like there ain't no you ain't gonna have no wrong haircut when you decide. And the to do shag. A Let me show y'all for mm-hmm. those that are watching because it'll be like a little bit of a treat. This is the shag that she did. Oh man, did mm-hmm. I delete it? Oh, never mind, y'all. Probably so. After you see how your hair looked, you was like, fuck it. I don't need no more references. <laughs> this is it. Oh, wait, no. Listen. <laughs> I mean, obviously, this lady's hair texture is nothing like mine. But for those of you watching. Mm-hmm. It's dope. You see how it's like that 80s shag? Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. a little different with It looks with like her. she did like this. Rick James, she had Rick James so in. I, I know that's right. Goddamn. She but had don't a, you think it'll look hair, cute with like my that. hair texture? <laughs> it might look cute with my hair texture. Though. No, it really, it, it's a cute haircut. I'm talking shit, but it really is a cute the haircut. The shape of and it, right? Actually, she was saying that's what I was going to get today, but I chickened out. Truthfully, I chickened out. I was well, like, let me just get my bomb. bob. Yeah. There's a girl named Ascala on the Real Housewives yes. of Potomac this year. Mm-hmm. And Asante, remember, she had her hair like that, that rock yep. star hair when they went to Candace's video shoot. Exactly her hair texture yes. is a lot like yours, wait, friend. Really? So that actually would be really... Yeah, I'm going to find a picture. Please do. You wait. Just, we just yeah. wait. Wait right there. I'm going to be with you. Hold on. I would actually really appreciate that because I want to see what a shag would look like with my texture because that's definitely what I'm going to probably get into next time I come back. But with that being yeah. said, ooh, Sorry, okay, give us a, a little beat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that her music video? Because I know them housewives be having music yeah. videos. Well, actually, a scholar. Oh, th- what Dustin's referring to is when a, a scholar was on set of Candace's music video. See, so. don't I know? <laughs> don't I know? No, no, no. This week's no, Black no. Business of the Week is brought to you by Target. Target is partnering with HBCUs to support the next generation of Black talent. One of the ways that Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through. Target Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. Winners also receive a cash prize, equipment, mentoring, and networking opportunities. This year's winners are from FAMU, Bowie State, and Hampton. Check back during Black History Month to see the latest winners' designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. We love, 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 love everything that Target is doing with their HBCU initiative. So we are in full support of this here at the Friend Zone where we have uh, a loving relationship with HBCUs. We toured uh, with HBCUs here before, so we support all of this. You can celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. more. So let's jump into the Black Business of the Week. It's actually our sister Jade of all Jays. Yes. She recently did a collab with Zen in a Jar, who we have mentioned before on this show. It's an incredible Black-owned, Black woman-owned company. She makes oils, uh, linen sprays, candles. I mean, you name it, just beautifully home and apothecary scented products. Um, But she collabed Mm -hmm. with Jade 
for did y'all see how cute it was the dishwashing soap and hand washing yes. soap for when you're cooking in the kitchen a la jade in la casa jade of all jades so genius collab the products smell amazing um, they actually have a box that they're releasing for fall scents that you should definitely check out. I'm actually putting y'all on in advance because it's going to drop next week. But you guys can kind of stock the site up until then because you know it's going to sell out within minutes. Uh, but what they do have on the site now that you can grab are some linen sprays, which I'm a fan of. Mm. You know I love a linen and room spray. And it's really woodsy kind of warmer notes, which is my favorite type scent. So I'm actually going to pull up the website so that we can read what they wrote. It says cleanse your hands and dishes with the liquid kitchen soap set and refresh the energy in your space with these intentional fragrances as a room and linen spray set. These sprays are ideal, right? For your linens, carpet, car, bedding, bath, linens, clothing, in your closet or any room of the home. So here are the scents. Ekene is Nag Champa and Rosemary. Y'all know that's I love good. Nag Champa. Yes. So I'll be good. using the incense. It is the name of our dish soap because it means gratitude in Igbo. When you have a meal, do you take a moment to reflect on everything that went into that preparation? Come on, Jade. You or a okay. loved one's physical hands preparing that meal, the hands of the migrant workers who picked that produce from Queen Mother Earth who provided it. Jade, come on. The butcher, <laughs> the butcher. who shows up to work at 4 a.m. Come Jesus. On. The it's underpaid like- workers who had to package that food the farmers who start before the sun rises next time you sit down and enjoy something delicious take a second when you cleanse your plate to reflect on gratitude come on and then the other the hands but then her uju is the hand soap and that's the nag champa and fig and it means abundance in, in igbo so she really killed it with the intention she set for these products. You know, I'm a fan. I love the it. smell, they smell so good. The the design is beautiful. The bottles are beautiful. And then it's created by our sister. So we definitely want to go ahead and support that. Like I said, love you, Jay. We love, love you. you the, Jay. the hand soap and dish soap is sold out right now, but they will restock next week with the new scents. But you can grab the room and linen sprays right now. Just, They're available on the site. One. It's so good, too. So definitely sell that out and keep an eye out for next week when the fall scents drop. And that's it for our Black Business of the Week. Let's jump into the recap segment. Last week's episode titled Walk the Cat. (laughs) My favorite about that part of the convo was how many people were sending me videos of them walking their cats. Oh, my God, no. And telling me that I need to get with the program because that's what you do, okay, nowadays. I got to get off that traditional uh, cat. <laughs> I was going to say housewife cat that just be home. <laughs> they go I just outside don't know about now. No, I mean, I guess in this, you know, I just, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> See, this is what I can. You, you want me to do please, it? I think, please, please. No I Peter. think it's cool. Okay, first, I just, I think cats are too, you know. It ain't. Here's why. And I, you know, I don't even fuck with cats. I'm the person that they don't have to tell don't fuck with cats because I'm not going to fuck with them, period. But here's the thing. A cat is supposed to be a cat. Quit trying to make a cat do what a dog does. Quit trying to make a cat do what a baby does. You don't need a stroller. You don't need to walk it. It's a fucking cat. It licks his ass and jumps up on the couch and the wall. That's what it does. It's a cat. Let it be a cat. It don't need no leash and, and harness and jacket and shit. It's a fucking cat. And little Asante, boots. you don't have to say, 
What else you want me to say, Sanjay? <laughs> no, period. You actually hit the nail on the right. head, especially Thank with the you. stroller, because the stroller, the pets, I just... Not a fan. That well, always And then you wonder me. why these cats be mutating and eat, biting, ripping your face up like <laughs> that chimp did, that woman and shit. They fucking you up because they not who they they not who they supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless you Here's have a situation why. like Haas, right? Haas has a cat. Shout out to mm-hmm. Artemis, cutest cat in the world. And Haas has oh, this window. Because Haas lives in the hills in like a really sweet neighborhood, of course, right, Haas? And mm-hmm. the, she has a window that Artemis comes in and out of, and she can go walk mm-hmm. herself, goes hang with her friends, you know, does whatever she does. She? And then she comes back when she wants. She knows the window's there and it's open. She knows how to get home, obviously, because cats are very intuitive. And she has her food and water waiting for her, and she kind of just has that independent indoor-outdoor streak. You know, she don't have to be walked. So I think that's cool. If I had a situation like that, where, like, the cat can kind of do its own thing. But then I'll wonder about, like, fleas. And I know there was one day. What else coming in that window? Oh, what else coming in with the cat in that window? Mm -hmm. And then um, I remember Haas's cat got attacked by another neighborhood cat that was a stray. And it, like, scratched her eye. You know, just shit like that that I don't want to have to worry about. So, I don't know. When I get my cat, we'll figure out what the cat's vibe is. Haas better teach that cat how to fight. Because <laughs> <laughs> better Haas better embody that cat. That's what she needs to do. Because <laughs> I know she knows, I know Haas knows some words to put the, to string together to, to, to communicate to that cat. Listen here, claws out and in. That Not claws out and in. Yeah. So last week's episode. Love you, Haas. <laughs> was the shoot the shit. <laughs> Um, and of course, with the shoot the shit, we talk about whatever wants to come up. So as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Uh, a few people stood out to me. You know, shout out to everybody in the Patreon streets. You know, y'all are just having a wang dang doodle over there. That's so uh, fun. <laughs> very quickly, Janelle, she says, OMG Asante, I'm so behind on Big Brother. My husband and I are watching two episodes every few nights to catch up. I had to fast forward to the parts where you were about to tell who's about to win. I caught you saying a black person is about to win. Ah, well, yes, history is made. A black person has definitely won. It was down to six black people. So Big Brother is a big deal. Janelle, I hope you are enjoying the catch up when you catch up. Shout out to Janelle. That's one of my YouTube peers. (laughs) Hi, Janelle. Janelle, I hope you were having a wang dang doodle watching the black people actually argue as well because that was one of the highlights for me because I was like, how are y'all going to keep the cookout together and y'all up in here arguing? But (laughs) they did. It's done. Janelle, have fun. Fran, what did you find out there in them screets? So on the gated community, Mel Atwell said the tree, the treehouse suite that Dustin stayed in sounds amazing. But I have a hilarious Aww. story about a friend of mine who stayed in a beautiful treehouse in Tulum. It had a grass roof. And in the middle of the night, a rat, a rat chewed its way through the roof and fell in. She says she felt like she was in that episode of Martin. You know the one. That ain't Chilling no damn puppy. <laughs> Chilligan's Island. Yeah. <laughs> The place was really clean and nice, so it wasn't their fault. Because nature gonna nature, but I died. Could you imagine? No, oh, no, God. no. Me and that rat would have been flying out that treehouse. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's the no. thing, though, about nature. And you both have lived in houses. Like, you grew up in houses, right? Asante, you yeah. grew up in a house, For- and you guys live in a condo. 
period of times. Apartments, uh, like apartment like complexes. Yeah, because yeah. I've never lived in a house. And I was watching, a, not watching, I was reading a thread on Twitter where this guy was documenting this insane story about this them trying to get raccoons out of their attic and just like the fight and battle that it was to get this raccoon family it was actually a family out of their attic and in the walls and i just panicked i was just like okay these are the things <laughs> like we want to live in nature and we want to be ha- trust have houses. the science oh, and trust the orchid man and let them dr- drop a smoke <laughs> bomb in that motherfucking house to go up through them walls and attic and kill everything oh, in that's that motherfucker so and then you go back. You got to do what you got to do, friend. You know me. Safe. I'm going to have a cup to the wall like, guys, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> Meanwhile, they got calls right out. Behind you. I'm going to be right behind you with, with something in a tank with a skull and crossbones on the front of it. Okay? Ready to pump it through them air vents and get the party started. Okay? I'm joking. <laughs> Y'all, so with the them hell? damn so is them so is them goddamn possums and uh, <laughs> raccoons and shit. They you think you choking? Wait till I get a hold to them that that tank and them raccoons and shit. But it's I'm gonna be, this all this gonna be their last the last thing they hear is gonna be this. That's All four legs. But you know what? Once y'all read your comments, we'll circle back because this is going to be another Shoot the Shit episode. We wanted to make sure to get one out this week, but I didn't have the bandwidth. Shoot the raccoon episode. (laughs) Fucking with me. Transparently speaking, I didn't have the bandwidth, so we decided to just, you know, play it cool this week, shoot the shit. No Dustin with his gun over here. You've had this gun for the past two weeks. So, Dustin, what you find in the Twitter streets? Uh, so, shout out to... Uh, so, a couple things we need to talk about. First of all, Donnie Simpson from Video Soul fame, right? Whoa, he tweeted, Donnie Simpson. Yes, the original Green Eyed Bandit. Okay. Donnie Simpson tweeted, he said, I've been waiting to say this for 25 years now. Video Soul is back. Mm. I can't tell you how many people over the years have suggested that I bring it back. I told them I would, and today it's official. Video Soul is live and free on Tubi right now. So get the Tubi app, T-U-B-I. Donnie Simpson got a whole new show called Video Soul that's back. Now, if you don't know what Video Soul is, I'm going to need your black card on the way out after I tell you what it is. (laughs) Video Soul is a classic, iconic video countdown television show that lived on BET. It was hosted by Donnie Simpson, and he had other people along the way over the years. Mm -hmm. Donnie Simpson, who was a radio legend in Washington, D.C., then went on to become a television legend associated with BET and other things as well. But when you think Donnie Simpson, you think Video Soul on BET ran for many, many years. And I guess 25 years ago it went off the air. Well, now, goddammit, it's back on. Wow. So check out the Tubi app. Um, That's great news. Yeah, it made me happy. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Portia Williams. She quit Real Housewives of Atlanta. So uh, there's a Twitter user named Nick. S-A-W-A-B-O-Y, who wrote a thread. His tweet says, thread of unforgettable Porsche moments, R-H-O-A, and it's literally that. Look at his account up, find a thread, and get your laugh on and pay homage to a real one. Everyone's leaving. That didn't gave a lot to reality TV. Are y'all sad about it? 
Yeah, hell yeah, I'm sad. Because it's not going to feel the same without Cynthia and Portia. Right. It'll still be a good show to watch, but just it's not going to feel... It's not going to have the familiarity that we look forward to every fall when the show returns. Right. It's just going to be a different show. So, right. Definitely you know, end tuck, of an era. Tuck and roll. <clears throat> but yeah, for sure. Um, last tweet I want to highlight uh, goes out to Chris Evans. Chris underscore not capping, N-O-T-C-A-P-N, who said uh, Ellen to Pompeo on doing away with the NAACP awards and HBCUs. Quote, there was once a time when we needed that, but the separation doesn't get us closer to anything, end quote. And then he accompanied it with a video of her having that conversation on The View some years back. Now, this is of interest because we know last week a uh, report surfaced that Ellen Pompeo just un, you know, solicited, oh, gosh, you know, unprovoked. No one asked her Jesus. nothing. She just decided to open her thin-lipped <sighs> mouth, okay, and say that she had words with Denzel motherfucking Washington, okay, on set of Grey's Anatomy when he directed the show, and she even went on to detail some of the the verbal exchange that they had, her saying, this is my fucking show, and blah, 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 and they made it through and created a great episode, but she wanted us to know that she had been wildly, flagrantly disrespectful to Denzel Washington. She wanted us (laughs) to know that. Where now, did she say this? Where and why? It, uh, I don't remember who she was interviewing with or what outlet it was to forgive me, okay? But she was definitely doing an interview where she was reflecting on, like, moments or whatever that, you know, in her career, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And she was saying how she had that moment on set with Denzel Washington. And I guess she thought we was going to laugh it off or, like, oh, that's crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever, <laughs> but... Who the fuck is you talking to? <laughs> no, we're not laughing at That's Denzel motherfucking like, <laughs> And you didn't brought your ass on here. And, t- and shout out to my girl, April, April Rain, uh, Rain of April on, on Twitter, who said, you know, your little show, she was not obviously your talking show. to Ellen Pompeo. <laughs> you know, your little show will end one day. <laughs> and people, because Ellen Pompeo said, this is my show, you know, when she was on set. That's one of the things <laughs> she said, that she came out the side of her um, uh, uh Rooshed neck, ain't that what they call it? And they rooshed that <laughs> fabric, friend. They rooshed her rooshed neck. She came out the side of her rooshed neck, talking about uh, that's what the fuck she didn't say to Denzel Washington. Paul, let us husband. That's what she said to Denzel Washington. I'm over it. I don't know who Ellen Pompeo thinks she is. She didn't got our motherfucking black you know husband and some kids. We're calling and shit. this she episode. She, she cannot. Her rooshed neck. <laughs> her rooshed neck. <laughs> that's what she came out of. And for those of you who know what rooshing is, you got the joke. Okay. <laughs> she then came out of her old roosh neck talking that shit about Denzel Washington. I couldn't believe that. Has he responded? How dare you? No, hopefully. Hell no. Good. He too busy shining up he all them busy, Oscars busy. and shit he got. Yeah, being Denzel Washington, which is why we mad in the first fucking place. Because who do you think you are? You know what it is? She didn't got too comfortable. Y'all been letting her dance and TikTok and do all this other <laughs> shit. She done got too fucking comfortable, okay? Check yourself for you wreck yourself. But it looks like it's too late for you, Ellen Pompeo, because you and your ass finna pay for this for the next few years. I'm on Ooh. your ass. I'm That's the worst. When you tell a story thinking you being cute or funny and that shit backfire like hell. I know she's like, why the fuck did I bring that up? At least that's I what we that's, that's what that's the way we said. Why the fuck would you bring that up? <laughs> because we didn't even ask you. 
And now we looking at you and thinking about you, and 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 these are the thoughts that we have because you're a low down, dirty motherfucker that been disrespected. One of our greats, all these actors passing away, and you gonna disrespect one of the living greats? How dare you open your your Pac Man mouth to 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 say that? Why would you say that? Why is there a new season dropping? Probably one of so, those promo probably. trails. Yeah, they would like, you know, get the it's audience Popularity talking. rate dropping, I can tell you that. I mean, That's shit, they're in season like 95 or some shit. Right. I remember I told myself I was going to catch up one day because I, I started the first couple seasons and it's like impossible <laughs> to catch up. It's worse than Love Island with their 55 right, episodes. That's exactly what I'm going to do is catch up with her ass. <laughs> I can't believe she didn't say that. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> Denzel Washington. You know, he's on that list of people that you just don't... There's no reason. He's not problematic. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's no reason to fuck with Denzel Washington. Him and his teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he just want to sit back and just be Denzel Washington. So where are you... Promo trail. It's a, it's a, it's on its, y'all, Allen, Allen's are hitting it out the park this year, aren't they? <laughs> it's on its 18th season. <gasps> Holy Or the hell. 18th season is coming. And how many episodes per season? Like 20-something? Because uh, they're on TV, on, TV, me... so I know. They got the, like, 30, 20, 30 episode schedules. Oh, they're, they're three episodes into the 18th season. Um, season 17 had 17 episodes. Oh, that's surprising. Uh, 16, 21. Nah, look, you know, they fluctuate now. Look, they start cutting season, down on that budget. <laughs> si- that budget, that series order. 16 had 21 uh, episodes. 15 had 25 episodes. Okay, see, that like, makes more sense. Yeah. Damn. 14, well, 24. So they do yeah, get about 25 episodes. This is exactly why I haven't been able to catch up. That's like impossible. Well, I knew that show had been on for a long time because when they said that they had brought that dead doctor back, you know show's been on. <laughs> well, you know show been on for a long time and they started bringing people back from the, from the dead. The season finale be, it was all a dream. Like the person wake <laughs> up like six seasons later. You're like, bitch, you died six seasons they ago. Got a told twin me, hell no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's when I knew. I said, oh, this show been on at least 15 <laughs> I faked my death. I went with this protection. It's like, no. <laughs> we seen the body. <laughs> Y'all are so funny. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. 
Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. get off of uh, Grey's Anatomy for a second. So, like I said, I want to bring it back. This is a shoot the shit. We're just going to chill today, but we wanted to make sure and get an episode out. So, being that y'all grew up in houses and know the culture of suburbs and houses and just what do I have to look forward to that's very different? (laughs) Very different from growing up in buildings and cities and like let facilities, me know now. Facilities management. That's what you have to look forward to. Assuming the responsibilities of facilities management, i.e. trash removal. Oh, I did snow, see that. snow removal. Don't it snow in Portland? Yeah, it's it a little Portland, bit. Right? Not so much in Portland. That's like the outer parts okay. of Oregon. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, well, then, like, you know, but, like, raking leaves, getting all that shit, because you'll <laughs> oh definitely want God. your yard and your landscaping to be orderly. Yeah. You have to care about just grounds management, things that living here in buildings, you know, to me, it's a blessing that you don't have to worry about it. Right. Because I grew up having to perform those uh, tasks. Right. Okay, every year. <laughs> I just told my brother, that was that yesterday or day before, I'm for the rest of my days on this earth, I'm never raking another leaf <laughs> in my life. That's the one thing that I just refuse to ever do. Was it that traumatizing? I hate I hated <laughs> raking leaves because remember, you're raking them because they fail, which means the leaves are still falling. So it's the most <laughs> insulting thing because as you're sitting there raking them up, <laughs> and you're through. getting getting carpal tunnel all up and through chest pains <laughs> in your back. You know what I'm saying? As you're doing all of that, the fucking leaf will fall down and just. Grace you down on your face You like bitch You never wanted to uproot a tree more in your life So that's just one thing I've just decided I'm personally nothing against Leaf rakers of the world But the lifetime I'm, no, I will never do that again in my life Never I hated it that much But I, dialing back I say all that to say, just grounds management. You had to mow like the that. grass but, too. Did you mm, mow your? Mm, oh boy! Yeah, you literally are in charge of your entire property. So anything that is wrong, you fix, or anything that is out of place, you change. Like, but this isn't a bad thing. So this just means, like, instead of having to worry about calling somebody to move the snow, you just have to remember, you know, if it does snow, you got to pre-salt the driveway, or you know, the night before, and all that. So it's like you have to take these precautions or steps to avoid having to be annoyed by certain things. But then there are certain things that are just going to come up because it's like, this isn't a car. Like, so it's not just like changing the transmission. It's your house. So you have to worry about doing those things, but there are professionals you can call to do whatever you can't do there. Like there is a number to call or a website to fix anything. Yeah. So that's just, it's just a matter of finding your footing on getting the right types of assistance for whatever you need at your home. It's like here you have to email a a landlord or a property property person (laughs) and they going to send the, the, the uh, locksmith to come to your door or whoever to come fix whatever in your house out there you can either you know do it yourself because you ain't got to worry about the deposit like you could fix the wall yourself or you could just call whoever to come do whatever you need to do yourself and you uh do your little write-offs at the end of the year like these are things that you can now write off as opposed to whoever is doing it for a bunch of people so it's like you have more things to worry about but because it's in your scope it's easier to manage getting it done like i feel like like you know how before that flood happened in your apartment and yeah. all that shit you had to worry wait on their time to get that shit fixed 
Like now it's like you just have to worry about waiting on the damn contractor to get there. Like who's the person I can get out here quickest? Like, all right, who who wants Yeah, but the 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 flip side of that is you have to get the motherfucker out there. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So the whereas there was one number that you called no matter what problem you had, right, right. you have to now source each fucking uh, specific need as you know as needed. Right. So which I mean, you know, you're gonna do it. Yeah, without I feel it. like it'll come to you with ease. You, like I feel like you'll like notice little things as you walk around the house, and you'll be like, "Oh, like maybe I should start thinking about this or that." And you'll probably ahead of time uh, have things done. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel yeah. like, and I'm I, still. I, and the thing too be... is, I'm still renting. I think maybe when you own mm-hmm. a house, those mm-hmm. types of responsibilities are more overwhelming because there's no like property manager that you can contact to come fix yeah. shit. Oh, well, girl, kick your feet up. Yeah, because I'm right. renting for the first couple of years because, you know, I never lived in Portland, so I didn't want to buy a house immediately in case I fucking hate it, yeah. you know, and then I'm stuck yeah. there and anchored with this house. But I want to kind of feel it out, scope the landscape. And so the property manager is really nice. But the funny thing is he's, like, so sweet. Like, we be on the phone, and it's very different from New York where, like, you're lucky if the landlord even... Mm-hmm response to you or answers your call filipino travel agent he's a beast right he's a beast but this guy's like he texts me and it's just really cool and he hit me the other day and said that my neighbors were like really excited and and like waiting on me and there's a part of me it might be the new york kind of paranoid jaded that was like Oh Lord, they just being nosy, you know. <laughs> like they want right. to know who the fuck's moving. Oh, they probably in. are. They probably are. <laughs> but still, doesn't change the, the the genuine nature of their act. But right. they are definitely. Yeah, nosy. like I, you know, right. the Trust. New York, and there's a lot of New York things that I realize I'm gonna have to shake off. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, like there's a part of me that's anxious of the fact that there's only a door separating me from the street. From the yeah, like mm-hmm. that, it makes me a little freaked out. But then I have to remember the neighborhood I'm in. Like you know, the same where I grew up. Like it's okay. But then again, y'all listen to true crime. Crazy should be happening, and then they be like stuff like that never happened here. <laughs> you be like, okay, wherever humans well, are, human shit gonna go down. So, but I have to shake off. My city kind of like, you know, look over your shoulderness. Not too much because you still got to be aware, but I got to relax. And, friend, you need to be intimidating. I'm just going to say it. This well, that's going to happen anyway. what needs to be said, right? <laughs> friend, you got to intimidate these Portland motherfuckers when you get out there. You can't be letting your neighbors think, you know what I'm saying, that they, you, you need to be the walking uh, representation of an electric fence around your property, right? <laughs> like, bitch, you get too close to me, I'm a zap your motherfucking ass. So I'm be nice, high and by, you know what I'm saying? Real, you know, hey, how are you? Right. You know, not too much smiling and shit. Keep I know it you cordial, like but a little distant. You know, friend, ice grill. <laughs> so ice should, grill they ass. You should, like, keep being nice to the agent, but then, like, your neighbors treat them completely different. So, like, when they, like, compare notes, they can't get a read. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. like, this girl just be in and out, minding her business. So y'all and then, don't and then the agent gonna be like, well, y'all she's don't nice. schmooze like, you know, hey, like bringing each other pies and shit like they used to do in the movies. Fuck those people. Hell my mom no. never talked to. We never fucked with. Like, okay, throw your ass off my porch. Get the fuck. Remember when K. Michelle cussed that girl out yeah, on that porch? That would have been me right there. When I grew up, we lived in apartment complexes, townhomes, and houses, and more apartment complexes. But the part, the houses, well. 
really anywhere. My mom did not talk to the neighbors if she did not have to. Like, really? I feel like there was at one point. What? I feel like there was a point where, like, we were in a neighborhood where she, like, knew some of the people there. So, like, she had to talk to them. But outside of that, she had to go to work. We were walking to and from the bus stop. We, like, we weren't going to no neighbor's houses. None of that. It was just us, our house, like, and family, whatever. So, like, when we were in, like, a regular house, she was like, hell no. Like, whenever we would go check the mailbox, like, she would be like, make sure you don't uh, leave any mail. If anybody looks at you, smile or wave, but don't speak. Like, don't walk towards them. If they start talking to you, just walk away or just stop the stare. Like, we had rules because it was just like, this is, you know, this is your property. So people, they might want to be friendly or whatever, but they might want to still try to impose themselves onto your property or or with their baggage or with whatever. So it's like, you still got to put up that boundary of, bitch, I'm at home. Like, like That's we may fair. be on the street and we might see each other outside, but like, bitch, I'm at home. Cause you yeah. don't want it to feel and like a job every time you go home to talk to your neighbors. Like, hey, hey, like checking with them every damn day. Sometimes you'll say hey, sometimes Especially you won't. Especially when you're it's new. Cool. And then, you know, I know the HOA, like housing vibes where they're just like all up in your ass about everything your garbage hey. bins, your grass length, what decor you have. Like, I already know that that's the vibe. They're going to be very like looking through the blinds type energy. Because that's what I always envisioned of the suburbs and just that type of energy. I don't think energy. it's going to be that. I don't think it's going to be, like, extreme like I that. hope you not. You know what I'm saying? That's like... I think it's just it's just like anything else. You're going to be your normal self, friend. You're going to be friendly with your neighbors mm-hmm. because y'all do have to live next to each other. Right. You know what I mean? So not ice cold and standoffish, but, you know, just respectfully establishing certain boundaries. You know what I'm saying? But also still being open and warm, having some sort of sense of community. It's a new thing for you. I guarantee you're gonna be a new thing for them too. Oh, honey. already. So, not. so, I, so, so I think you know. I think you can just go into it with an open, positive outlook. You know, be friendly. Maybe not exchange a pie, but you know what I'm saying. You can, you know, well, at least a hello. you can be friendly. Yeah, be yeah, be yourself. You'll be fine. You will be fine. Yeah. They're gonna love you, and I think that you actually will fall into the groove of suburban life i don't think it's gonna be like motherfuckers in the suburbs got jobs now like it's not like it was back in the day you know what i'm saying Where Where one spouse was home all day yeah. and everybody it's it's different now so i think you'll be pleasantly surprised yeah. i do i think it's I gonna do. be a great change and, and once you like really get into it it's not you're not gonna feel any of this like i i, I hope and pray you don't have to deal with any of this like i hope you'll just get into it because you have Friend, you have sense. Like you, you're, right. you're gonna know, you're gonna know where to put your trash. You're gonna know how you want your stuff to look on the outside, so it's not gonna bother anybody else's stuff. You're yeah, gonna know that's how you, the least of their worries yeah. and anybody's so like, worries. If anybody's spying on you, it's not like you out here, you know, sh- bringing a bunch of people over all the time, if at all. Partying, like it's yeah, yes, they're just gonna be like, oh, the girl moved I, in. Oh, okay, I never see her. Like at some point. People will probably forget that you've even moved in, but I've, you know, it's been months and I have never seen you or <laughs> now we've that's never spoken. A major possibility. They're gonna be like, "Did that girl leave? Because we never see her ass. <laughs> she don't leave the goddamn we house." We talk to our neighbors. Like growing up, I grew up in in two houses, right? I grew up. We grew up in one house, and then we moved from there into another house, right? And so, in both neighbor, two different neighborhoods, so and so in both neighborhoods, like my my mom and dad talked to our neighbors on both sides and across the street. 
Um, I remember our neighbor on the, I don't know if she's dead. I don't remember if she died or not, but that don't change the fact that she was a bitch when she was alive <laughs> to us next door. You know what I'm saying? Wait, no a bitch out. What would she do? She was just, uh, she would talk shit. Like if me and my brother or me and some of the neighborhood kids, including our fucking grandkids, who we used to really be, <laughs> were outside throwing balls and shit and some got in our yard or over the fence. She would come outside barking. <laughs> um, she would just say stuff about like if a car was parked in front of her. You know, just a bitch. Right, she was just a bitch. Right. And then, um, but that's okay because later on, years later, my cousin seen her ass. You know how sometimes older people be getting jobs at Walmart, like as a greeter? Of course. My cousin seen her ass stand outside of Walmart smoking on a, a motherfucking cigarette <laughs> as, as a greeter. I'm like, that's what you get, girl. No, but, leave uh, her alone. <laughs> but, but smoking cigarettes outside, not the, where she was working, but just the fact that she was standing outside smoking a cigarette. That's what she get. <laughs> But I remember her being evil like that. But for the other than that, like to this day on Facebook, of course, I keep in touch with people. I grew up in the house next door to me. Um, you know, people that lived on my street. That shit is real. Mm -hmm. So I think that you'll enjoy being that you haven't had that lived experience yet. Yeah. I think that you're really going to enjoy that aspect of neighborhood life as opposed to what you're most familiar with from your time in New York and other places. Especially so. if, like, there's, like, another, you know, there's, like, some other people of color in there, and they might be randomly in different industries. Like, you might find some people, yeah. and y'all are just, like... <laughs> they might bring you a sweet potato pie. <laughs> <laughs> right, you give each other that that head nod, like, yo, what's up? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm here, too. I got your look, back. Look, you, I love, I love You look over like this to your neighbor, band. and then he look over like... <laughs> Right, right. And it's cool, too, because a lot of you have been hitting me up, you know, welcoming me and, and kind of putting me on game on different neighborhoods and just, like, what's going on, what's cool. Um, and a lot of people that have friends or ha know somebody that's moving to Portland soon, like, y'all have also been connecting me in that way. Because the thing is, the Nike headquarters is there and i think adidas mm, yeah. too and puma so like a lot of people have moved to work at those offices a lot of big city people and you know new york city people especially have relocated me, so they the have that community yeah like they have that community there and and i know it's just a matter of like where everybody is kind of spread out within portland you and don't tap in yeah and i think that's what i'm looking forward to is kind of like being that glue in some way i have a lot of ideas uh, like business ideas on how i'm gonna do that and kind of tap into what's needed and, and cater to our community so that we have different hubs. Cause I think that's, what's missing. Like Portland is fly, but it just, it's lacking that community aspect. Cause I know they're there, but it's like, but how do we see each other? Come Where together. are we? I'm going to tell you how we see each other. Cause when I come out there to visit, we going to the motherfucking hood. <laughs> we going to, we going, we going to the liquor. We going to the store, quote unquote. We going to the cleaners. We gonna Not go the to the cleaners. motherfucking. We gonna we are we doing all that. We going to wherever they sell clothes, the sneaker spot. We going to the shit check cashing. You know what I'm saying? We gonna find all the shit. You know we should do that actually. Honestly, we mm -hmm. should film a series when y'all get to Portland where we do like black in Portland and just find mm -hmm. all the black shit in Portland and film it and turn it into like a little cute series. That and it's so legal cute. to smoke in Portland too. What? Right? It's legal to do everything in Portland. <laughs> what? <laughs> they were laughing what? at our Patreon episode where I was saying we're going to turn that into a game. I'm going to be FaceTime like, guess what I'm on today? <laughs> Ch and, you know, speaking Who of Patreon, <laughs> this is a great time to plug the binge. We are back this week, this Friday. 
We have started instead of the circle. We have decided to keep it trendy. Dustin and done walk down current. a dark road and change it to see Squid Game. Dustin actually agreed. I pour. You see how much of me I pour into this shit because <laughs> because it has to be said. Dustin actually agreed. We are I binging the Squid that. Game. It was my suggestion. I wanted listen. Sometimes you have to sacrifice for the art. You do. Okay? And that, that's what I wanted to do here. I said, you know what? what who am I? <laughs> Can I use the word behest? Who are me? I don't know. I just wanted to use one of them words. It would, it would behest. <laughs> I don't know. But I just felt like, like it was the best good. decision. <laughs> I just felt like it was the best decision for the show. So that's where we're going with it. We're doing Squid Games. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually Episode not, I'm one was funny, eyes, though. I got, I'll give it to you. When we did the breakdown of you covering such a dark-ass demonic show is honestly a funny-ass combination. <laughs> I'm with it, and we're going to have fun. So make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon. That's patreon.com. The Friend Zone podcast, where we do the binge every week. It drops every Friday morning. We just every wrapped morning. The White Lotus on HBO Max, which was hilarious too, because you know we find the joke in everything. And mm. then we just started uh, Squid Game. So that will be dropping this Friday, actually. So if you haven't signed up yet, you're still in time to catch it in real time. And it's on, we've been having a lot of fun on Patreon. We actually want to thank you guys too for all the support because it's been, yeah, we started back you, in Patreon. April. Yeah, and it's just been really, really fun. And actually, I want to shout out Getting Grown because they recently dropped their Patreon link. Shout out to Jade and Kia, who will, who yes. they too will be dropping mm-hmm. bonus content that you can enjoy, some videos. I know Kia has some team, team typing fast stuff, and, and Jade has some Jade and La Casa Chef. So this it's going to be a nice, well-rounded mix of topics on there that you can kind of like get. That. Yeah, super, super dope. Just shows the range of everybody involved. Definitely sign up. You can go to their Instagram, instagram.com slash grown. And you can get more information. Click on that link and support our sisters while you are at it. Shout out to Jade and Kia. But speaking of the internet, mm-hmm. did the outage make you guys sad this week, yesterday? Did you not care? Did you not notice? <laughs> Were you at home, Mariah Carey wall sliding in the shower? I was working in him. Uh, I was like, fuck it. And me and Dietrich and uh, one of our other friends went to Ocean Prime. <laughs> I know that's right. Because <laughs> we was working. Only we was like, you. fuck, can't nobody get nothing done. Like, shit, we went to Ocean Prime. <laughs> we did. I feel like low-key there's a sector of people bomb. that was so happy. <laughs> we just had excuses to not do shit. I didn't really notice it was um because I have to shoot a campaign tomorrow, ironically enough, mm-hmm. with Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was having a hard time getting in touch with the executives and everybody. Oh, so I was like, what's going on? You know, normally, like, it's a little it's like, bit of I a know they ain't. I, wait a minute. I know they ain't ghosting. <laughs> like, what's they ain't ghost me after I done, I done set up the production team, child. So. <laughs> they was like, child, we out. Right. <laughs> they was like, well, she paid. We can leave now. But no, but everything right. got <laughs> everything got sorted. And I realized that it was a really big outage. Like, even the employees couldn't get into their offices. They couldn't check their mm, emails. Damn. Like, it was pretty crazy. Did anyone get to the bottom of what happened? I, I didn't. I bet you it was allegedly some of them Trumps. <laughs> 
I didn't, but I saw how severe trunks. it was. Like, I didn't realize that, um, you know, the WhatsApp was connected and certain people in mm-hmm. certain countries use that as, like, their own their main source of communication. Yeah, that's global communication for most of us that have family, mm-hmm. like, international mm-hmm. family. That's how we keep in touch. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. shit was kind of wild when I saw that that was happening. But outside of that, I... I went on Instagram not realizing that there was an outage and I had left some comments and I didn't go back to check to see if they posted afterwards. I was like, damn, it's an outage. Oh, well. And I just went on about my day. I went on to my next anime. Like, I just kind of <laughs> kept it moving because y'all know I just kind of like see what's going on when I'm scrolling. But then when I got on Twitter and saw that it was like an actual outage, I was like, oh, there's like some shit going on. Let me see what y'all doing over here then. Yeah, the I was thankful is... I didn't have anything scheduled to go live. Yesterday. Oh, that would have sucked. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Or whatever. And I also was surprised that a lot of people didn't know that Facebook owned Instagram and WhatsApp. Mm. Right. I was surprised that a lot of people didn't know that. Um, but they, but yeah, they own those. And I remember when Facebook acquired actually both entities. Mm-hmm. I remember when they acquired Instagram and I remember when they acquired WhatsApp. And so now that they own both of them, that's what you have to look forward to. Right. Whatever happens to one happens to the other. Happens to all. Yeah. Yep. But it was yep. weird though, because even TikTok was suffering mm-hmm. yesterday and even the phone carriers. I saw it was like Verizon, AT&T. I forgot what the other one was. Uh, yeah. I was like, what is happening? It's funny because yeah, everyone on Twitter is always like, the hackers be messing on the wrong sites. <laughs> what I about know. Sally I'm May? Me a landline. <laughs> a landline. Real really? For real. Hell yeah, I'm giving me a landline in my apartment. And then, sure then you got to memorize people's numbers because you know we don't know nobody's number. I'm going to write them down, honey. You have a little... Not, I'm not even going to put them on... A th- I'm going to write them, physically write the numbers down. Remember the phone shit. number books my mom had. Phone books. With the tabs. The what kind of landline are you Oh, the Rolodex. Remember the Rolodex, the one that rolled? Oh. Yes, I forgot Rolodex. Put you in my Rolodex. Mm-hmm. Are you going like, to get like a fancy rotary phone? Or are you going to get like just a little wireless receiver? Little Some whatever can be hard line, hard wired, down wired, hard line. <laughs> Some that just and now ain't, I'm on the hard line. Shit. Yeah, you gotta get that phone. Did you see the Ricky performed? The trim line, the trim line phone. No, the, uh, no, everyone had that one. Everyone had the trim line. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Just saying that. <laughs> but I mean, when we were younger, that clear phone where you could see all the wires. Oh yeah, like the swatch phone. Yes, 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 yes. I, you know, I or, thought you know what about I'm gonna get? I'm gonna get them lips. Remember them lips? Oh my god! The lips fall. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you know we old. I'm gonna get the lips, but I'm gonna have somebody. Can somebody make me a lips phone, but that show a little teeth and have the teeth be gold? <laughs> I want somebody oh, to make me a lips phone that show really teeth and gold teeth. That's, That's yeah, super I like cute. that. When I was putting my, I'm giving me a landline. I was putting my Wi-Fi in my new place, and the guy asked to. He was like, "Let me know if you need to add a landline." I thought about it for like two seconds. I was like, "Grand, we need to get landline." So you could lay in bed with your finger curling Mm -hmm. on the cord and talking all day for hours. Oh, that would be cute. But you know, you would never use it, Dustin. (laughs) No, you didn't. What? But you know, you would literally never use your landline. I'd have used it yesterday if my other shit went down. Low key, people would literally line. just come to your house to Instagram with your landline. Just because I feel like <laughs> I feel like people are so young now. They're like a landline. Like what do you like? You can make actual phone call. Like I feel like people would be floored. Like they do it all the time in offices. Why is it he so weird? He gotta get the rotary one. 
with the finger. Put that bitch in like some sort of trophy case or something. You know what I'm saying? Like so when you use it, you know you're using it. Like wow, the like, man, like, how like weird the is phone? it gonna be when it rings the first time it rings in your whole house? You look around like, oh shit. This loud ass phone, right? <laughs> this loud. Yo, I'd be yeah. I'd be pissed if it's spam calling my damn uh, home phone. <laughs> I'd be thinking about the old right. episodes of Chappelle Show. I'd be like, I don't like people playing on my phone. Playing on my phone. <laughs> Did y'all see that TikTok? I think it was a TikTok that went viral where they were asking people if they have to make a phone call, how do they put their hands? And all the young kids were going like this because everyone does cell phones. And then our old asses were going. <laughs> This. I never thought of that. That's really crazy. And we tested it on Noah. And she do went now? like this. Yeah. Like a cell that, phone, you know? They well, go like I mean, it, it does make sense. I'm just so mad. I'm like, damn, I need to get the grip right. Cause right? I, I would gotta... never think to do that. Like, <laughs> I was Hello? like, first of all, we got AirPods in. So <laughs> we ain't holding shit up to You should see how <laughs> so Noah looked at us. We were like, Noah, if you had to make a phone call, how do you pick up the phone? She was like, she looked like what the fuck is y'all asking? <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> oh my god, imagine trying to play charades. They're gonna look at you like, what are you doing? Like, like I, 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 this is a phone. It's a phone. <laughs> Our old asses. No, but I didn't really get affected by yesterday as much. Like I said, I barely noticed because I've been in the thick of mm-hmm. this crazy ass week. But it was crazy too. It makes you think though, like the internet could really fucking shut down, and we have. All our shit online, all our work, you know, like. That's why you got to keep a gun and a hunting knife and a landline. I'm telling you, you got to keep that kind of shit. You got to have, you got to be prepared in this motherfucker. License your shit, get it the right way. Right. But, you know, get you a gun of some sort, a knife, a baseball bat, and a landline. That's what we need. Do y'all ever think, I'm I'm telling you. What? Because I was finna go off. So go ahead, Fred. Go ahead. I was finna. I was finna. I was finna finger? take off. No, I was gonna well, ask. Go ahead, do you Fred. ever get concerned about the fact that your livelihood is based is at the mercy of these social media sites? Really, a lot okay, of your so, livelihood, I should say. So there's like two two things I want to touch on with that, right? Because you mm-hmm. you hit something very like key for me that I've been thinking about on like a different, I guess not as what, all the, the gun way. part. <laughs> no, uh, just as far as the digital part goes, um, online, you know, we have like the cloud storage and all that, which is you know efficient to a degree because mm-hmm. you can leave all your shit. Like whenever you get the new iPhone, the shit will just automatically put all your shit right but back on there. If you got the cloud storage. It can go corrupt. I mean... So anything can get hacked or corrupt <laughs> and all that, right? Because I'm not getting all the way to the offline part. What I was going to say is I've been looking into network-attached storage just because I do have this weird fear of like my iCloud getting hacked. So I was thinking like to myself, well, at least if I could store my shit, I could store it all like locally, but it will still be on a network I don't have to worry about the security for. So that's like part because it's not all the way to what you're getting at. But um, that's like wait, something wait, wait. random. About that. Tell me that as if I were five years old. What? Okay, so you, what does that mean? So instead of cloud storage, instead of storing all of my information online as like my pictures, my files, because literally as technology has advanced and companies going to make money, you can now store all of your stuff online through the damn iCloud or uh, Google mm-hmm. uh, Drive and stuff like that. Right. So instead of storing all of my stuff online which is where most of my stuff has lived for a long time. I've been trying to uh, do like a digital cleanup of like all of my files, all of my music files, because, you and know, put when it where put it on. So instead of having, uh, cause I have like three external hard drives right now and they're like, uh, 
probably a total of four terabytes. Instead mm-hmm. of having these random external hard drives, I'm looking to get a big uh, a big external, and it's called uh, a or a big storage device. And so basically, I would attach this storage device to like my router, and it's my network attached storage device. So that instead of storing it online, I could use online to store it onto this device. But depending oh, on... Oh, so this is hardware. This is yeah, something... Yeah, so this is hardware. Oh, okay. That's so, where I got lost because I thought you were saying a different it, type of a different online type network. Of That's I'm like, well, thing. how right. would that help if they're all... So I'm glad that you asked, friend. Right. I, I needed... You know, I, I, be, I do miss a lot of steps sometimes, so thank you for asking. No, that makes um, sense. That makes sense. So I've, I've been considering, like, I want to keep all of my, like, digital life on this type of hardware. So if, you know, in case one day the internet does leave, I do still have this stuff. But I guess to another part, part of your question, like, what if the digital ain't coming back? Like, you know, I might have it on this drive. Uh, who gives a fuck about any of that anyway? Uh, I have been reading and looking at these weird concepts about people, um, like, offliners that are like practicing for the day, uh, like when I, I wish I had Not any of this right now. This they're like, like they're a, like practicing. I was, finna, I was finna just keep listening for context clues, but what is an offline? <laughs> These are people that are like practicing for the day, like the, the shit all crashes. They're, they're like waiting for Y two K part people two. People that live without being dependent on any like. Shit, honestly, we need to do that because so, all of our shit is online. You're right. I feel like we, like yesterday, especially that I'm thinking about this, yesterday was a great test to see how prepared you are, you know, within yourself, with your damn family, with, you know, whatever you feel like you need to do. Because I watch a lot of, like, espionage movies, too. So I'm obsessed with, like, having, like, a go bag with, like, passports and cash in it. <laughs> so there are just so many things I'm thinking, like, damn, what am I going to do? Like, I, I've always wondered, like, if the internet crashed, like, how would I make money or barter or survive? And I feel like People are so into dick. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say people are so into the NFTs. And the way they friend. I wish you could run the zoom back right now. (laughs) The way he just tried. (laughs) You are so funny. Yeah, no, it's a lot to consider because, you know, all my like okay. So I had an iPod, right? Remember the old school one that was black with a circle in the middle, everything? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kept transferring, which is what most of us do. When you upgrade to Ooh. the new year, you just transfer from mm-hmm. the old one to the new one, and you kept doing that. And by the time I got to that iPod, I had maybe 10,000 songs just from over the years and yes. and it was not just songs that I had bought and it was also which I feel like, like I demos. mentioned on the show demos Claude songs all of my friends stuff my stuff stuff that I had found randomly things that you randomly download when you you know we used to discover songs on random sites and you just download it and one day that shit did not turn on <laughs> and I have brick. never felt so sick all black brick and to I this day, break. to this day, I lost all of that shit. 10,000 And files. can't even remember what songs were on there. That's the and crazy And you can't part. even remember because who the fuck remembers 10,000 files? You know, I, I was able to get a new one and kind of refill it up with some of the stuff I remembered. Some of the like hard CDs. Yeah, that I burned gems. back. But the gems that you can't even remember are fine. Like that shit really fucked me up. And I'm one of those people, I have to admit... I'm not the greatest at backing shit up. Like, do y'all have your laptop backed up and like all those yeah. with hot external? Every night, 
See, I, I'm every, bad at that. You know, I listen to Juvie and back that ass up. You know <laughs> what it is, friend? My phone is backed up. My phone is backed up, but only because they've made it easy the to iCloud. do that. Where, you yeah, you it put it on your phone. As soon as you charge it to your laptop, the shit is backed up for the day. So that's really the only reason that I stay on top of that. But I have had maybe two or three laptops die on me in the past, like, 10, maybe 15 years, and everything is yeah. lost. All Honestly, those contracts, that, documents, pictures. That I stuff mean, you is very it. traumatic and charging. Like, when Man. I... Back when I worked at the Apple store, I actually had witnessed... One girl that we used to work there, she used to have um, funerals for iPods, and people thought she was crazy <laughs> for it, but, like, honestly... <laughs> look, honestly, when you're thinking about, like, the music and, like, you know, that's when emo was real big back then, so people are, like, losing their, like, with the last little bit of hope that they have in technology or they or whatever. So to watch her do that, I was like, damn, this is some shit. But for me, I just always think to myself about when I was younger, <clears throat> we had to move... Because we talk about moving, we had to move around a lot for whatever reason, adult shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some of those times, we had to get rid of a bunch of shit. So albums gone, like memories gone. So as I've gotten older, I'm like a digital hoarder. Like I just keep all of these files. Yeah. Like for a note, like I make sure that I meticulously sometimes go through and delete like applications I don't use and shit like that. But when it's like photos, like I have photos that I have, like I've only looked at once, but I've taken pictures on. 10 different types of iPhones and I've kept every photo like stored on some external somewhere. I have music on external somewhere that I've kept because after I've gone through a Zoom and two iPods dying, I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. This nigga said Zoom. I forgot about Zoom. Yeah, Zunes. I had a Zoom and that, oh my God, that screen on that Zoom, it was actually very, very clutch. But it was just really terrifying knowing that at any point in time that you could lose your digital life. But then even growing up and we had cheaper computers so the e-machine, e-machine would just break down, like bust down. So like from losing files, like from, you know, being in school and losing papers in the middle of it and be like, damn, oh, I can't believe this whole God. paper just erased. So like <gasps> music that you've worked PTSD. hard on creating or that you demo it to losing that, like these are moments that they really do hurt <laughs> and people have to kind of just get over or, or move or move over. But like for me, I've become a bit of a digital hoarder. So I don't know how I can deal with losing that type of stuff now because I'm so meticulous about trying to push it away. Like my computer, whenever I'm down, like, or I'm like, I know I'm about to be out by 15, 20 gigs. I'm like, let me just start backing shit up because you're not going to just break down you're on me so or get slow. Good. So you just have a bunch of external hard drives in your house. Yeah. And, and I need to marry them to them. that big ass. Well, they they be so cheap. So sometimes, you know, you just pick one up thirty, fifty dollars, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. I, really I can need store to do that. a bunch of and stuff. And my on iMac there. is kind of on its way out. Like it's on its last leg. You know when you when the little uh, rainbow ball, the balloon, be turned a little bit longer. <laughs> every, the little pinwheel. Well, look, when you gotta start praying like, for it, but all right, if you just turn back right. to the mouse. I you promise, I just you know let you cool down. Right, you know when your pictures don't even come up anymore, it's just the white page. <laughs> like, a little question mark if you're lucky. You know, so I'm like, I already know I kind of have to replace that soon, and I need yes. to get everything that's in that brain off of it before off. it fucking dies, which is like any day now. But you would think how, as many things as I've had die. Storage. On the iMac, I couldn't tell you. I honestly don't even know. You know they make... They make uh, externals that are like ter- like a terabyte, terabyte two terabyte. Yeah, that I seen because they have seen it at the Apple Store. It's just I'm bad, you know. Like I'm bad with remembering. It's one of those things that you know you have to do, 
but you just mm, like yeah. never fucking do. But I need to because I don't want that to happen to me again. I've like I said, I've lost three laptops worth of shit. And what color iMac are you gonna get? I know. I think I like the orange. <laughs> I've just been looking at my nails. I've just been in I a real going, orange. Yeah. Like every all things orange for me lately. I don't know what when, I'm going through. When you get your new iMac, friend, I need. Mm-hmm. I'm, hopefully, I'll have my my uh, digital life together by then. I'm going to try to find a network attached storage device solution for you. So when you at home, you can have your stuff backed up and you won't even Please. have to put all of your old stuff onto this computer. You could just access it from that. Now, oh, wow. as far as getting security for your network, like, you know, you might need to speak to Verizon or whomever your ISP is going to be just to make sure you do have the proper firewalls and stuff set up. But I'm going to look into that because we need, to-, need to speak to the nation of Islam. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. Get you some of them Nation of Islam brothers to secure your. What shit. they gonna do, Dustin? Stand by my computer? I don't know. But they gonna, yeah, they gonna stand up there in them suits, in so suits and gazelle sunglasses. No, but it really made you think, and even like you know, the access that we have and that our supporters have to us, and if you cut the internet out, where what is where that? is that yeah. access anymore? Because have y'all been good with like creating? Uh, emails, like email systems where you could, you know, gathering the emails of your supporters in case these sites do go down. There's still a way that you can kind of let them know what's going on. <laughs> like, exactly. That's the thing. I don't got to got think of ahead of these things, you know? You know, you're right. But, and even but. having our own websites. Like, I had one, but it wasn't really a website. It was more so, uh, shout out to Chris Did It. She yes. just made my Tumblr, which at the time was like where I was based out of mainly. Like I was always on Tumblr when I first started and she just made it look better than like the typical mm-hmm. Tumblr page. So mm-hmm. I never really made like a website website and things like this kind of make me realize like we need to have our own hubs, you know, and then through that website, they can put in their emails. And then through that website, if any other site shuts down, people know where to find us if they need to find any information but then again it's like but that shit was shut down too i'm guessing if there was just like a i mean world you know you bring up outage. some very valid points because i thought i think back to like when cheska lee shout out to her the goat like Chesky you know boo. she originally she was like you know make sure you just get people's emails make sure you yep. just on your website just have them come type in their emails you can mm-hmm. always talk to them you can they can always hit you up they can always you can always find them like email system like that was like one of her like one oh always she's on she's been on my neck about that for at least the past decade but you know what it is <laughs> and, and i guess it's least. a it's a good reason it's a good thing we're having this conversation a lot of people when certain websites they just get our real estate it's hard to to move that like even with you and tumblr tumblr was popping popping back then years of work and then and then tumblr says to you like oh yeah and you can just go ahead and add your own uh, www so you could just stay here why get an actual website so that's why you ended up on tumblr Mm -hmm. like twitter Twitter is for but it's still everybody. Their property, it's still right. On their still their shit. property. So if they shut Twitter down, didn't even you're have to shut do that. down. Twitter didn't even have to do that because people didn't care about the dot com. They just got all, they uh, localized ads and hashtags. So like, <laughs> right. if you just had your ad, you didn't even worry about having it. Like, you know, I, you could just go to this and it's my Twitter dot com. Like, Twitter don't even, even got to sell you on that dream. But it's like all about how we try to get our real estate back. Like, I feel like it would be so dope if you know black people came up with our own apps or 
Like just random celebrities were like, you know, oh, this is my app. Like how Ryan Leslie was doing like the Superphone. Like these right. ways that were just like, instead of going on this website, Instagram to find me here and then hitting this hashtag to find all my stuff, you can now just download my website and you'll have all my information if you ever need me or if anything ever changes. So it's like that, those are ways that I, I do want us to see. I do want to see like us kind of expand, but I don't know how that would help if, you know, all the shit were to go down. Right. So it's the like internet right as there. a whole. Because remember Black Planet? Do y'all remember it? We thought that they were like yes, going to come back Planet. around. They were telling people to sign up again. Uh, there had been some talk about Solange being involved somehow. And I remember thinking, okay, this could be like a for us bias situation with our data and all that. But I don't know what happened. It didn't seem to Nothing pan Nothing ever out. came from a nigga shit. <laughs> Probably. But it does make you think, like, even my pictures, like, when my phone bricked this last time, um, I knew I had it backed up on the cloud, but there was something that went corrupt with my cloud. And which fucks me up because we depend on this transfer of files through this cloud to kind of hold us down through every phone, regardless of if it bricks or whatever. And I lost a lot of contacts. Remember I told you, it didn't affect my pictures, but there are a lot of people that I just don't even know that I don't have their number. And I don't know until I go to hit them. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck, it didn't, it never updated this person's contact. Then I got to go online and DM them and tell them, you know, my bad. Which is so fucking frustrating. It's crazy. And it's so many numbers I lost. And and then I started thinking even we were younger. Remember we have photo albums. Mm-hmm. With our pictures growing up, and like I don't have none of that. Even thinking like I wanted to print some out and buy some frames and have like a friend wall because I want to have pictures of all of you guys in my office, like a wall with everyone's pictures, just so I can kind Thank of feel. I'm gonna send you the one I want. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like Beyonce. He said, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that'll help me stay grounded, you know, to just have like a friend wall in my office. So that's like a project I want to work on. But it also made me realize we don't have pictures. Like literally, we don't have no pictures. Everything's on the phone. We should have been doing. Oh, and you know what? I was about to say we should have been doing like a, a holiday card every year or something, so we could just have oh, like albums so on deck. Uh, not that you cards. would, but it's like you can't even. There's like no. You don't get any money back. You can't sue anybody. Like there's literally nothing you can do it's with something lost. like that. Happens. Your shit fucks up. There's yeah. there's no sort of insurance for it. You've literally then signed away and signed off on everything when you clicked agree with Apple. Because right. ain't nobody ever came to them and said, um, y'all done fucked up my whole business. Like I'm gonna need some Apple be like, you have agreed use the terms, That's you've agreed. Fault. Like right? Yes, they have. Yes, they have. That's why the logo got that little dent on the side of it. <laughs> somebody did get to that motherfucking ass. <laughs> they got that chunk. Now somebody was just okay. home. Hey, it just ain't happened again, but it definitely <laughs> happened one time. So if the, if you were to wake up tomorrow, similar to what happened, but what if like Facebook, none of these sites would have been restored and then Twitter would have mm-hmm. been next and then our websites and then just the internet as a whole. What's your next move the next day? What's the you first said, what thing the, you would do? You said, what about the internet as a whole? It's just gone. It's gone. Like you oh. go to your phone and like it's just nothing there. Everything you've ever created, worked on, all your contacts, just that's it. There's no connection to that world, that reality anymore. 
I could still sell weed, so I got a couple <laughs> things that I could do. There, there, there's a few things that I, I have in my repertoire I know I could, like, for real lean back on. But if I just wanted to go all out and say, fuck it, it's a new life, I might become, like, a street performer or some shit. I don't know, just because. <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> I know what I would do. I would immediately get to work on creating a new information network, like some sort of, like, physical something i would just start figuring it out figuring out a new way to get shit done because that would be it i would how will you reach people I, I would figure it out <laughs> on the ground pony express this motherfucker <laughs> i get on i take ground. it back to the brit like for real like start a hell of a mean game of telephone you know what i'm saying like i get a message around this world one good time let motherfuckers know because all the degrees be of separation yeah. like somebody knows somebody who knows somebody you be like yo get me certain certain number <laughs> yeah, and I keep it moving. I would, I would get started on that, figuring out whatever the next thing looked like to satisfy that need. Because we would have to have something. There, we would have to have some way to to engage in like mass communication like that in the moment. We would have to. So I just figure it out. And financially, would you be okay financially for like a month or two while you figure out your next move? Hell yeah, because that's another money, thing too. <laughs> Friend, I told you I got my espionage gold bag. There is That's a stack of That's what I'm saying. T- like, aren't we set up for these realities? That's <laughs> I would make. If I would make, I could tell you one name right now that I would call and be like, uh, <laughs> and I'd be make sure I have what I needed. We have what we all needed. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Shit. I, I'll go back to to whipping up shea butters and go to the. Uh, the farm, the mar- what is friend, it? You the got a green market? thumb, yeah. You got a Shame green thumb, it. friend. You could literally just. She got a green thumb, and I got a. <laughs> I'm telling you, we, we. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get to the money. I was getting to the money. That's where I'm gonna be <laughs> if this shit get down. I told you earlier how I planned on staying afloat. Okay. <laughs> Please. Oh man. Commodify. The good thing okay. about things like this happening is it does kind of make you audit, you know, audit like <laughs> how set up you are. And I know we always look at the conspiracy theories and the people who be in bunkers and like you said, the offliners and but they have, you know, there's something to it. It's like, are you prepared mm-hmm. for doomsday and whatever? Like, they've been talking that shit for 21 years. Don't you remember <laughs> Still Y2K? In them bunkers. They was buying batteries yes. and water and shit mm-hmm. for Y2K. That was so funny. We were really fucking scared. We thought our banks were going to shut down, our ATM cards. Look, that was so funny because then, I'm it not going to lie, I was... I was a little fucked up. I was like, what the hell is about to happen? Because I remember our neighbors talking about we are, we, we armed, like, everybody mm-hmm. ready? I'm like, In case it turns on? into, like, um, what's that movie? Law. No, that movie where the, the Purge. The Purge. Where the lights are out mm. and everybody just wilding the fuck They're out on the off. streets. I remember, too, the countdown. Remember we were counting down? To- they thought everything was going to go black. Everybody was so scared. So dumb. Oh, Them same motherfuckers back. now saying they doing their research. <laughs> I was yeah. reading an article, I think it was on GQ, um, about these people who, like, in the 60s, they just did not fuck with this world no more. They didn't fuck with the Matrix, you know how we call it. And they just wanted out. That's they real. wanted off the grid. They didn't want to be at the mercy of any of this shit. You know, times were changing really fast, the internet, blah, blah, blah. And they um, they just, this one of them was a pilot, and he flew around and found some land somewhere that, you know, was 
I guess they didn't need permits or anything. It was um, nobody, I guess a type of no man's land that nobody, CBOA. I'm sure somebody owned it, but they kind of got away with it because it was like in the middle of nowhere. And he flew everyone there, you know, coming back bit by bit. And they created their own community and people really lived there off the grid for like 50 years. And they finally got access to one of the members who's older now. He's like in his 70s, 80s. And he was telling the real. He was like, this shit is hard. You know, people idealize the whole off the grid. I'm done with the Matrix. Going to grow our own food and find a freshwater stream and build our own houses, start our own communities. But he said it was hard. <laughs> like, Where he living now? He's still there. Who helping him? <clears throat> It's still a couple people that survived from that, like from that same era of people mm -hmm. that left. They just still there. But he said it's hard because, you know, their houses are all dilapidated. Like it's like run down because they didn't have permits. They didn't have people that really came and like built the house. They just took random pieces of wood and created what they could. You know, a lot of foraging. So their diets were kind of like up and down. It's just, it, it was like a testament to that a lot of us idealize that and don't realize how actually fucking hard it is. Look at Dustin, I already see your face. Because I'm going to tell you something, you can't be fucking around playing. They playing and wasting time. <laughs> If you're going to make a move like that, of th think, think about what you're doing right now, friend. Right. A cross-country move. You done dotted every I, crossed every T, and closed and bolted the door, okay? <laughs> you, you, are, you are checking and balancing your way through this move. Right. Y'all motherfuckers going to literally start a new society, okay? <laughs> and you ain't even thought to put a concrete foundation down <laughs> on the goddamn house. Because remember when we watched Osho's documentary, Wild Wild Country? He mm -hmm. had his yeah. shit down pat, okay? Down. He had a airport, a runway, their own supermarket. Skit, like, because Getaway he tunnels. had people that this was their craft. These were their trades. You got to think about exactly. that shit. Exactly. He like, brought in people. So there wasn't them just being like, how do we build the house? It was like they had actual builders and contractors and, and architects. And that's why yeah. like some that nigga of the, getaway the components tunnels. to society as we know it are good things. That's why. <laughs> because you need to have rules to the way certain things are done and standards. That there's a, Those are in place for a reason, to keep your ass safe right. and, and have sustenance and covering, dumbass. That's why he said they, he said they, they were that. scared for years to really let anyone in, especially like media, because they knew that they would see this shit, like how fucked up shit really was and how dangerous and how... Not ideal. And you never thought to go back. No, they didn't want to. They preferred that than going back to this matrix and being a part of wow. this hamster okay. wheel. And that was, it was interesting. It was eye opening because I've had this convo with a couple of my friends. You know, we always be like, I'm going to be off the grid. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, but are you really? Like, do you right. really think you're equipped to do that? Do you have skills to survive? You can't even you can't even pass untethered. I ain't gonna say die. You can't even pass in a rocking chair because <laughs> the chair ain't even up to cold. You being in the ass of your, your oh you on your way out of here and your ass is gonna hit the concrete floor. I guess the floor ain't even concrete at that point. It's probably just dirty. What are they? I I can't even imagine. I'm I gotta send y'all the article. I'm gonna post it by the way for those of you listening. I'm gonna have it I need in a the hospital. information box. Okay, so I ain't even gonna hold it. you. I need me a hospital <laughs> and some motherfucking you know some city that services. too. I wondered that too. Like when they got sick or injured from these houses, like what 
was there a doctor there? I do wonder. I wish they had gotten into those things a little bit more. They could go if off he the, the grid. Only one left. They can go off the grid. The problem is they <laughs> needed. There must not have been too many medical professionals. <laughs> He's not the only the one air. left. <laughs> they still got a couple people left. <laughs> He said it too. He was like, a lot of motherfuckers left after the first year. They was like, oh, (laughs) this was funny. My bad friend, you can stay in this shit if you want to. (laughs) I'm going to get McDonald's. (laughs) Fuck this. (laughs) They say, I miss McDonald's. (laughs) I miss the credit union. I miss shopping malls and movie theaters. For a lot of people, it sounds good in theory, you know? Like, in theory, yeah, we love to live untethered to these everyday conveniences. But when you're really doing it, how long you think you could last without ordering some shit on Amazon? You know, can you make fire? I'll be out of town too long. I'll be like, I need to go home and sleep in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) You I could, love y'all, but I ain't going. I ain't going to the compound. You can I'm definitely. It, it can definitely be done. I feel like it just needs proper capital behind it. Like Osho, like he did it. You right. need to really prep. Pre, you know, you hear me, prepper. You really need to prepare this. You need to have different people. That's and, how they say it in y'all community. You don't say prepare no way. Y'all left that behind in the matrix. It's prepper. You need to have people who can have the different trades that can handle the different sectors of what a neighborhood and society would look like. Like, you can't just all wing it. This is this is serious shit. <laughs> like, but Osho like did going, it. Say what you want about Osho, but he did that shit. That's why they wanted listen, him if, out. And just like Osho, if I'm going off grid, there needs to be some sort of, like, architectural designer included okay. in this package. Cause, like, so everything's shit, up to code. I'm telling you, the facilities. Have your ass on survival. The nigga had getaway <laughs> tunnels. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not just and and not just no regular. Like there was like elaborate like labyrinths and shit under that compound. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, so to go from that to we just in the woods playing house, but ain't nobody chopping lumber and shit. And <laughs> that's my idea of off the grid. Nah, ain't nobody chopping lumber. That feels like a new. That feels like a new uh, level of uh, Lord of the Flies. And I'm not trying to be piggy and get killed with the rock or whatever. Like I don't want to do none of that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was out in Joshua Tree, Ooh, California. My favorite. And and it was an incredible experience. Like, Beautiful. Like incredible. But let me tell you, two days of that shit, it's time to get back to L.A. You understand what I'm saying? So I already know that that's just not for me. Right. You know, I just think that people know their strengths, their weaknesses. You know it works for you or don't. Mm-hmm. I am a modern man, a modern black man. I mean, it's real. I, I need, think it's important you know, to there's know. There's some conveniences of modern life that I need. <laughs> And un- un- unabashed as well. <laughs> if you were, if we were on on the compound, what do you think you would offer the community? Me, mm-hmm. good looks, charm, <laughs> wit. Um, uh, I'm a great cook as well. I don't mind getting my hands dirty. Okay. Um, I um, I know how to do like carpentry work. My father taught me that. Stop HVAC. it! Are you father, serious? Yeah, serious. Yeah, my daddy taught me that. He taught me HVAC work, heating and cooling. All Get that out of here, shit. Dustin! Oh, we I know need how to do. you. I can, frame, I can frame a whole house. I can build a, a deck in the backyard. I can do. I can build a barn. I can do anything. Dustin's like an old school man. Where they at? Where they Hell at? Yeah. Where they no, at? I know my way around that toolbox. I know my way around that garage. That's so that fly. Shit. Honestly, I love people like that. That's what I love about Maya. Yeah. 
because she Mm -hmm. is so good with that. Like, she literally can build anything. It'll be something she never even knew how to build, and somehow she manages to figure it out and then does it right and well. Like, she needed to lift lift the ceilings in her tiny house, and she was like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I found... You know exactly how to do it. I was like, Maya, you're gonna do this yourself. But she's really that person that mm-hmm. it's the it's really not surprising. DIY. Yeah, like it's not surprising to me that she would want to do it herself and would actually execute it and do it well. Like some people just that's their world. I think that's so. Anytime dope. I have to do anything like paint, I remember one day I just was like, I'm about to paint this room in the crib, and I went to Home Depot, got the shit, got the ladder. I remember the something simple. And that's simple shit, but I remember people responding to that as if it was, like, a big deal. It is. And in my head, I'm just like, fuck, I just taped this shit off and painted it, like, whatever. But I remember tripping, like, people re- really were su- surprised, you know what I'm saying, that I was able to do that shit. But stuff like that to me is just it's just a project, just like any other project that we take on. Yeah, you know but the saying? average plus person my father really don't taught know me how. how to use that That's shit. That's dope, honestly. Yeah. Shout out to your dad for instilling those skills yeah. in you. I feel like... That's what most parents should do. I know most parents are probably tired and don't really have the capacity half the time, but that would have been dope to just grow up learning all that, right? So crazy. Have some trades. You know, have some trades. What about you, Asante? What do you think you would contribute to the compound? You'd be Um, playing music. You'd be the DJ. I was going to say, you know, some some sound healing, some... Oh, and you know what? what? We ain't got no damn electricity. Shout out to Asia real quick. I said on the internet that I want some sound bowls, and Asia sent me some sound bowls. Oh, that's so dope. Oh, that's dope. Hell How have yeah. you been so, liking them? I get up in the morning, and now with my blunt, I fill my sound bowls, and I play them. before Come I, I want to try with them during sound, the set. Early the morning sound bath, right? Before I bought my Sonos. Okay. Um, living a full life over here. But yeah, the sound bowls, the sound healing, that's that's real. Like, it's something real tranquil about it and centering, it and it's nice. Like, I didn't realize how nice it was going to be until I got them bowls. Because I was just talking shit. I was like, I want to Janae Aiko my space a little bit, get some vibes in here. But after actually doing it, it's uh, really a vibe. It really is. And they are, and they play different notes that affect, like, different parts of you. Like if yeah, you, I have if two you, different so you ones. Play sound bowls on the compound is what you're saying. Yeah, he yeah, gonna I'm gonna be, our, our, be doing sound healing. Um, Mr. Music Man, provide literally. safe spaces for all. Look, provide safe spaces for all the people that are probably sick of the compound or feel like they need to go. Be like, remember your purpose. Now here, <laughs> take this. <laughs> I want you to hold this bowl just like this here. I want you to just just give it a ring, ring around the rosy there. Yeah, just. I want to be. I take, I'm so frustrated. I take the bowl. Well, maybe we can use the bowl to stop the fucking leak <laughs> in the roof when it, it rains every day. I heard it here. And, and when the bowl is half full, play it for a different resonance. You can play the sound bowls with water in them. I was like, oh, this is dope. This is class A. So yeah. See, I want to. I want to be the neighborhood medicine woman. You know, like when oh, you I was, are. Come yeah, on, Dr. Quinn. Yeah, when I was Quinn. in Jamaica, that they, they um. I forgot it was someone on our on our retreat wasn't feeling too great, like one of the other uh, members of my team. And they were like, oh, you know, we'll send you to this medicine woman. We went to go see her. We had to walk through like these roads. And then she was living in like really out of the way. And she was doing all this work on us in her hut. Like it was just so fly. She had on all this like turquoise jewelry and these long locks and she was so beautiful with these beautiful teeth and her skin she's exactly what you would think of 
And I remember thinking just like how knowledgeable, you know, and that wisdom that she got passed on from her family. She was like, I don't be reading none of them books and all the bullshit y'all be on. She was like, this is ancestral shit, you know, and it was just so fly. Now I remember thinking, and so friend, the shit worked. Y'all felt yeah, better. she really did, and and mm-hmm. she was able to kind of do a scan of all of us because we went for our friend, but really we were like, shit, we here, you know. And she did a scan. Went in wrong. Okay, yeah. okay. she did a scan <laughs> and kind of let us know different parts of our body that we could support and nourish and kind of look into a little more. And she really helped us out so much. And all the things she mentioned and suggested that I went ahead and tried all worked. All worked. In every way. And I just felt like, man, that's so fly to be that person for your neighborhood. You know, like the years of work she's put into knowing what she knows and like really executing all those things and people listening to her and trusting her. And just the way they're like, oh, yeah, go up the road to so-and-so. I was like, that that's who I want to be. So mm-hmm. I'd have to like really put in those Friend, years. What, now, what was her copay, friend? <laughs> Or do she not? Hell no. Her copay. She's like, what's your insurance card? Okay, yeah. I know she had a copay. But, you know, like all that to say, the GQ article was really eye-opening because I am one of those people that's always like, I want to live off the grid. But it's like you really got to get to a point where you're like, are you equipped? You know? And even in our day-to-day lives with the digital work that we do, I think things like yesterday – Usually those sites go down, they're back up and running in like an hour, but that shit was all day and people were really freaking the fuck out. And then it did start this larger conversation of, are you equipped for when the internet goes down and the day that it might not come back up? And I realized that I absolutely am not. <laughs> like, I ain't ready. Right? All our shit is online. No one is. We Every can't be. Episode. It's impossible. Some people think they are. <laughs> and then they end up in that house with that man. <laughs> You know, it's impossible to like live independent of any type of system. Or I mean, people do it. People are out there with this man, you know, and his little community that's left. But I'm curious, Asante, you were talking about these offliners. What exactly are they doing? Like, what's the what's the lifestyle? It was just very specific to how they were. Hold on, let me see if I can get get this back up. Because I don't know if it was like a CNBC type thing that came on my my YouTube. But it was very specific to these people that were like upset with their everyday lives. And they felt like um, they shouldn't be having to do certain things like pay taxes or whatever. So they were trying to figure out. That's a normal thought, (laughs) I would think. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody thinks. Right. But but they they truly. They truly just felt like the system that we're in is on some sort of time clock and they just want to be prepared or at least have kids and have it, their DNA be prepared for the day that the system crashes. So they try to do I mean, everything. I'm not mad every- at that. I think you should be prepared. Like, they, some like they're trying to prepare their cells and all that. So they were really try- like it was real like, oh, OK, like. I, I guess like hearing offline or what it was, it was like, I guess this makes sense. But then hearing how seriously they took it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, it's like when you hear somebody goes vegan for the first time, and you feel like they're just saying a whole bunch of stuff. Like what, like Garbanzo was like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it felt very much like that. But I guess like 
one day, maybe not right now, maybe one day, 10 years from now, it'll really make sense for people to be like, yeah, we do need to be ready. Like if more outages like this occur, like, right. I don't know, but it was real specific to how they just felt like the lifestyles that they were living aren't going to be how they live forever and shouldn't be how they shouldn't be how they lived in the first place. So they were just real bent on getting the fuck rid of this, what this system and trying to build their own shit and just have like healthy, healthy skills and figure out how to like build their own stuff or make their own clothes and be sustainable because they felt like it was better for the earth anyway. And that's why the system's going to fail one day. And I was like, Oh, well it all makes sense. But do I feel like it is going to all crash one day? Maybe probably when the global warming actually becomes more realistic to some. But as for right now, people ain't feeling none of this. So I don't know where it's at. But, yeah, I need to find that because that, that yeah, was Yeah, because I'm thing. curious. I mean, you know, but either way, these are good conversations to have. And on a smaller scale, even like like I, I once I, active, I, I, I can't speak English. I activated my old Facebook like from when I was like in college and all those pictures from like when I was partying, I realized they're all on there, but I don't actually have them. Like, you know, I don't have them on my phone or in any computer. And I was like, damn, all these years of think of our Instagram. Like, do y'all have all yeah. those pictures backed up? Like all the stuff that's on your IG, all the things you've tweeted. Maybe I know we don't really use Facebook like that, but. Exactly. <laughs> It's like it just is. I, it is. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. you know what I'm, like I I'm have just not one. gonna answer. <laughs> What'd you say, Sante? I was like, like I have one, right? Like I don't have none of those pictures backed up. I have a bunch of old phones. That I too. Have, like in my. Mm-hmm. In my um in my storage unit, I have a bunch of old laptops that are full of music on the hard drives that I know, you know. I will enjoy at some point whenever I have the time to actually go back and, you know, move the files from there to somewhere else that I have access to currently. But I just, you know, girl, I'd be trying to make it. Okay. <laughs> like I, I, I have other shit on my mind and thinking about the shit that already happened. Right. You know, or I'm that trying to make may new happen. memories and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, so, you know, I know that I have things back. I know that if I need to access something, I know where to go to find it. Mm-hmm. And I, I irresponsibly lean on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. So that's basically it. I know I need to be much more organized, but you know, new levels, new devils. So at a certain point, I'll have an assistant that can take on those types of projects. You know what I need you to do, baby? Well, not baby, because I'm going to get me too. Okay. I'm about to (laughs) say. I'll tell my assistant, like, you know what I need you to do (laughs) is archive all of those. Pictures, you know, I have somebody to do that for me. <laughs> and get the Dustin Ross website popping with all your get mm-hmm. your gallery of gorgeous pictures and all your campaigns. Like, we really mm-hmm. need to get on that. I, we do need to be more organized, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna clean up what we messed up. <laughs> okay, that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on in this week's episode before we get out of here? Nah, I'm just happy that you got your hair cut. It looks great. Thank you. Um, Look at it. You have new travel hair, so you can have a good time as you travel. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's all. Just good vibes. GVO, like like she said on the Housewives of Potomac Sunday, Dr. Wendy Ocefo. GVO, good vibes <laughs> only. That's what we are. GVO. And next mm-hmm. time you guys see me, I will be in my new city, which is super cute. This is my last week here. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah. I'm excited. What's the last thing you're going to eat in New York? What's your last New York meal going to be? Oh, that's such a good question. 
What do you want? I feel like what I need to just keep have? it real and just get a slice of pizza from the one dollar spots down at you know in the LES or some shit. Motherfucker, chopped cheese. <laughs> a chopped shit. cheese. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn, yes. you know what I'm saying? Maybe you know, I'll take you to El Puerto, you know what I'm right? saying? We fry. <laughs> yeah. You know you got to eat what's real. Yeah, I ain't going to no fancy schmancies. Like, take me to the mm-hmm. block. I, if I still ate chicken, I would get uh, four chicken wings fried hard, you know, with an egg mm. roll, some pork mm. fried rice. Just, that would have been the last mm. for real. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's that. And then, all right, well, you out of here, friend. I'm out of here, friend, right? We love you so much. You're going to have such an amazing time. Your move transition is going to be easy. Thank you. It's going to you. be great. You're going to have such, how you're going to fall in love with your new home. You're going to fall in love I with am. housing. I am. And, I, and thank you for all the advice on just like the switch, you know, the, the switch of the culture from city life to sub, mm-hmm. suburban life. Because I know that's going to be. A culture shock for me, for sure. Uh, like I said, yeah, and it's it's funny because I was talking to the the um, the manager of the property, the property manager, and I was telling him like, you know, even having a house and a car, like that's new for me. And he was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. that's so fascinating." He's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's something I would never think of. Yeah, like he's <laughs> like, that's all he's ever known. But then he said he also would never know how to navigate if he was like. In a big city like New York, having to take a train, commuting and living mm-hmm. in a condo, like he's like, that would be so overwhelming for him. So mm-hmm. we're just kind of laughing at like the different worlds and how they how they collide. So I'm excited. It's going to be a good for my nervous system, you know, yes, it will. just to kind of start Smell recalibrating fresh, uh, Pacific air. OK, Pacific all those air. trees like, and the hikes mm-hmm. and just the different food and all the access. And I think for me, too, it's like, like I said, I got to shake off some of my looking over my shoulder New Yorkness and just not, you know, just realize that, like, this is going to be different and it's going to be good. And I'm gonna be all right. Keep a little bit so a bitch ain't scared to try you. Well, no, you know I mean, so like I said, wherever that. humans are, humans are gonna you know, human. Yeah. So you always gotta yeah. kind of look over your shoulder. New York, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Keep you a little bit of that friend. But you know, people don't be knowing friend is gangster. Like, <laughs> and you know, you only see it if you're there in the moment. Right, if you, you see me. To pull that shit exactly. Out. Be like, damn, friend. <laughs> <laughs> like a only real nigga. Only when it gets pulled you know? out, right. Mm, so, okay. but thank you for your advice. I love you guys so much and those of you listening if you have any advice to if you've been the city slicker that now lives in the suburbs i'd love to hear how the transition went out went for you too leave me some advice you know soundcloud you know where to find us and as always thank you so much for listening we love you so much and we'll catch you guys next week stay black and protect your magic bye Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.